28th day of the month. As you have sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. John 17, verse 18. You are citizens with the saints and also members of the household of God, built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, with Christ Jesus himself as the cornerstone. Ephesians 2, verses 19 through 20. Today we consider what it means to say that the church is apostolic. In its broadest sense, an apostle is a person who is sent on a mission. In this sense, all Christians are apostles. Some churches refer to their missionary efforts as the apostolate. But early in the life of the church, certain persons became such noted and effective communicators of the gospel that they came to be called the apostles, almost as if there were no others. Although often limited to the twelve, together with Paul, even in a narrow sense more should be included than that. It can well be argued, for example, that the first apostles were Mary Magdalene and the other Mary, since they specifically were sent by the risen Lord to tell the others that he had triumphed over death. The church is apostolic in both senses. All Christians are sent into the world to proclaim the good news, but always they are to measure their understanding against the apostolic faith that which was set forth by those who are closest to Jesus. We who are sent in our own day are not free to invent a new gospel. Our task is to find new ways of proclamation, well-suited to our time and place in history, so that our contemporaries can grasp the meaning in this age of what the hymn writer Catherine Henke called the old, old story of Jesus and his love. This is why the content of the Bible is fixed, It records the earliest memories of Jesus. We are not free to add to scriptures our own experiences as if they too were sacred history, but we are responsible for translated into understandable terms anything in the scriptures that cannot be readily grasped by people in our day. And this translation will take into account our own experiences. This is what it means to say that the church is apostolic. Opening Prayer To you, God, be all glory. From you we have received grace upon grace. To you we owe all allegiance and gratitude. In the midst of the temptations, distractions, and glamour of the world, fasten our attention on the faith we have received from others and are called to share with others. Make us your true apostles through Christ who summons and sends us. Amen. Psalm 96, verses 1 through 9. Sing God a brand new song. Earth and everyone in it, sing. Sing to God. Worship God. Shout the news of his victory from sea to sea. Take the news of his glory to the lost, news of his wonders to one and all. For God is great and worth a thousand hallelujahs. His furious beauty puts the other gods to shame. Pagan gods are mere tatters and rags. God made the heavens... Royal splendor radiates from him. A powerful beauty sets him apart. Bravo, God, bravo. Everyone join in the great shop. Encore in awe before the beauty, in awe before the might. Bring gifts and celebrate. Bow before the beauty of God. Then to your knees, everyone worship. From the book of Joshua, chapter 9, verses 22 through the 15th verse of the 10th chapter. Then Joshua called for them and spoke to them, saying, Why have you deceived us, saying we are very far from you? 
when you are living within our land. Now therefore you are cursed, and you shall never cease being slaves, both hewers of wood and drawers of water for the house of my God. So they answered Joshua and said, Because it was certainly told your servants that the Lord your God had commanded his servants Moses to give you all the land, and to destroy all the inhabitants of the land before you. Therefore we feared greatly for our lives because of you, and have done this thing. Now behold, we are in your hands. Do as it seems good and right in your sight to do to us. Thus he did to them, and delivered them from the hands of the sons of Israel, and they did not kill them. But Joshua made them that day hewers of wood and drawers of water for the congregation and for the altar of the Lord, to this day in the place which he would choose. Now it came to pass, when Adonai Zedek, king of Jerusalem, heard that Joshua had captured Ai, and had utterly destroyed it, just as he had done to Jericho and its king, so he had done to Ai and its king, and that the inhabitants of Gibeon had made peace with Israel and were within the land, that he feared greatly, because Gibeon was a great city, like one of the royal cities, and because it was greater than Ai, and all its men were mighty. Therefore Adonai Zedek, king of Jerusalem, sent word to Hoam, king of Hebron, and to Piram, king of Jarmuth, and to Jephia, king of Lachish, and to Debir, king of Eglon, saying, Come up to me and help me. Let us attack Gibeon, for it has made peace with Joshua, with the sons of Israel. So the five kings of the Amorites, the king of Jerusalem, the king of Hebron, the king of Jarmuth, the king of Lachish, and the king of Eglon, gathered together and went up, they with all their armies, and camped by Gibeon, and fought against it. Then the men of Gibeon sent word to Joshua to the camp of Gilgal, saying, Do not abandon your servants. Come to us quickly and save us and help us. For all the kings of the Amorites that live in the hill country have assembled against us. So Joshua went up from Gilgal, he and all the people of war with him and all the valiant warriors. The Lord said to Joshua, Do not fear them, for I have given them into your hands. Not one of them shall stand before you. So Joshua came upon them suddenly by marching all night from Gilgal. And the Lord confounded them before Israel, and he slew them with a great slaughter at Gibeon, and pursued them by way of the ascent of Beth-horon, and struck them as far as Azekah and Machedah. And they fled from before Israel, while they were at the descent of Beth-horon. The Lord threw large stones from heaven on them, as far as Azekah, and they died. There are more who died from the hailstones than those who from the sons of Israel killed with the sword. Then Joshua spoke to the Lord in the day when the Lord delivered up the Amorites before the sons of Israel. And he said in the sight of Israel, O sun, stand still at Gibeon, and O moon in the valley of Ajalon. So the sun stood still, and the moon stopped, until the nation avenged themselves of their enemies. Is it not written in the book of Jashar? And the sun stopped in the middle of the sky and did not hasten to go down for about a whole day. There was no day like it before it or after it. When the Lord listened to the voice of a man, for the Lord fought for Israel. Then Joshua and all Israel with him returned to the camp to Gilgal. From the letter to the Romans, chapter 15, verses 14 through 24. And concerning you, my brethren, I myself also am convinced that you yourselves are full of goodness filled with all knowledge, and able also to admonish one another. But I have written very boldly to you on some points, so as to remind you again, because the grace that was given me from God, to be a minister of Christ Jesus to the Gentiles, 
ministering as a priest the gospel of God, so that my offering of the Gentiles may become acceptable, sanctified by the Holy Spirit. Therefore, in Christ Jesus, I have found reason for boasting in things pertaining to God, for I will not presume to speak of anything except what Christ has accomplished through me, resulting in the obedience of the Gentiles by word and deed, in the power of signs and wonders, in the power of the Spirit, so that from Jerusalem and round about as far as Elysium, I have fully preached the gospel of Christ, and thus I aspired to preach the gospel, not where Christ was already named, so that I would not build on another's foundation. But as it is written, they who had no news of him shall see, and they who have not heard shall understand. For this reason I have often been prevented from coming to you, But now, with no further place for me in these regions, and since I have had for many years a longing to come to you, whenever I go to Spain, for I hope to see you in passing, and to be helped on my way there by you, when I have first enjoyed your company for a while. From the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 27, verses 1 through 10. Now when morning came, all the chief priests and the elders of the people conferred together against Jesus to put him to death, and they bound him and led him away and delivered him to Pilate, the governor. Then when Judas, who had betrayed him, saw that he had been condemned, he felt remorse and returned the thirty pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders, saying, I've sinned by betraying innocent blood. But they said, What is that to us? See to that yourself. And he threw the pieces of silver into the temple sanctuary and departed. And he went away and hanged himself. The chief priest took the pieces of silver and said, It's not lawful to put them into the temple treasury, since it is the price of blood. And they conferred together, and with the money bought the potter's field as a burial place for strangers. For this reason that field has been called the field of blood to this day. Then that which was spoken through Jeremiah the prophet was fulfilled. And they took the thirty pieces of silver, the price of the one whose price had been set by the sons of Israel, and they gave them for the potter's field, as the Lord directed me. This is the reading of the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Friday's Prayer On this day, Lord Jesus, the flesh which you took upon yourself for us and for our salvation was hanged by us upon the cross. There you suffered all things and died that we might have life and have it in the abundance of your astounding grace. Blessed are you, Lord Jesus, with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, throughout time and all eternity. Amen. From the Methodist Prayer Handbook of 2022, this is written by Paul Martin, former Bolton and Rockdale District Chair. The day of Pentecost has ended, the tongues are quiet, the fire has faded, the prophet is silent, the crowd has dispersed, the first converts have gone, but the believers live on, the believers live on, yet sometimes we feel empty, in need of your indwelling, trouble us again with your noisy presence, challenge our contentment, stir us by your spirit, We pray for a new Pentecost, for welcoming worship rich with your presence. We pray for a new Pentecost, for a learning, growing church. We pray for a new Pentecost, for compassion fired by passion. We pray for a new Pentecost, for more disciples of Jesus Christ. Send your spirit that she may restore, refresh, and renew.
Amen. A prayer of St. Francis of Assisi. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. O Divine Master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, it is in dying that we are born to eternal life.